tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this debut episode on August 14th, 2021 from New York City. Let's get right into it. Real Madrid opened up La Liga away at Alaves today and came out 4-1 winners. In a match that was really a tale of two halves, the first half was pretty evenly contested. Neither side created a host of great chances as they battled it out in the midfield zone, but Madrid did start to assert its superiority over the last five minutes of the half, and they carried that into the second half, in which they absolutely dominated Alaves over that first 17 minutes, scoring three goals to pretty much end the game. Alaves did win a penalty in the 65th minute that they converted, and Madrid was a little bit uncomfortable for about 10 minutes or so thereafter, but they were never in danger of losing the game and they put an exclamation point on it in stoppage time securing all three points and Carlo Ancelotti's first victory in his second stint in charge. As you would expect Madrid came out in a very familiar 4-3-3 with Alaba as the left back, Nacho and Militao as the central back pairing and Vasquez as the right back, Valverde, Modric and Casemiro were the midfield three and Bale, Benzema and Hazard were up front. Now the game did not start off well for Madrid at all. They were very, very slow getting into it, which is something that we've come to see, particularly against inferior opposition over the past few years with Real Madrid. No disrespect to Alaves, but they don't quite have the quality that Real Madrid has out there on the pitch. But credit to them, they did have the quality of play in that first five minutes when they took advantage of Real Madrid's disorganization as Madrid had players just stepping all over each other's toes. They had trouble playing the ball out of the back and Alaves generated a pretty good chance for themselves in the fifth minute from outside of the box. But Madrid eventually was able to settle themselves down, resorting to some pretty physical play, which was surprising to see the referee allow, despite the protests from the Alaves players. And they were finally able to get the ball going forward and get themselves into the game, with Luka Modric in the place of Tony Cruz as the midfield command officer, initiating Real's play going forward. And as Real likes to do, they sent numbers up from the back with David Alaba and Vasquez joining Hazard and Bale in attack. They attempted to overwhelm Alaves with numbers in the final third, but credit to Alaves, they defended very, very well and forced Madrid into chances from distance. Hazard probably had Madrid's best chance in the first half in the 16th minute off of an Alaves turnover, but despite the space that he had around him, he was not able to get the ball on target. Bale was pretty aggressive going for goal, and he played a very good first half, but he wasn't able to find the target and Madrid just wasn't able to penetrate that Alaves defense. On the other hand, I thought Madrid's passing was very, very sloppy at times in that first half, with Casemiro, the main culprit, giving the ball away consistently, and Alaves took advantage of that, getting out onto the break into the space that was left by the wingbacks having come up to assist in the Madrid attack. But unfortunately for Alaves, they don't quite have that quality up front to take advantage of the space that they were able to run into. And they couldn't quite get great chances for themselves other than maybe a chance in the 38th minute. 
in which Lucas Vasquez found himself on an island in the box and had to make a last-ditch intervention in order to prevent Alaves from getting the ball onto the goal. And that pretty much summed up the run of play over the first 40 minutes of the match as both sides played a back and forth in between the two boxes, but neither side was able to put the other's keeper to a serious test. It was in the final five minutes of the first half that I thought Real Madrid started to assert some control over the game and it was much less of a back and forth affair as Madrid was on the Alaves doorstep making things uncomfortable for the Alaves defense in a way that was a sign of things to come for the second half. The second half kicked off and Real Madrid came flying out of the blocks right from the start. Alaves certainly did their part in that they did not come out as confidently as they did in the first half. They were much less competitive in that first few minutes of the second half, and Real Madrid just pounced. In the 48th minute, Benzema scored the goal as Real Madrid had Alaves under pressure, and the floodgates just opened from there. They won a corner off of the continuous pressure, and they were able to get a second goal in the 56th minute as Nacho put his head onto a ball from Luka Modric. A few minutes after that, it was Valverde that went on a brilliant run into space. Some bad defending by Alaves, but Valverde took advantage of it nonetheless with his pace. Got the ball into Benzema, who put the keeper under pressure, and was able to finally score Real's third goal off a rebound from a save. For all intents and purposes, Madrid had the win in the bag right there. However, Militao had other ideas apparently, and in the 64th minute, he made a bad back pass to Thibaut Courtois, who was unable to recover the ball and fouled the Alaves player in the box, creating a penalty, which Alaves then converted in the 65th minute. Real Madrid was a little bit under pressure after that. He had a bad, bad run of play from Militao for 10 minutes in which he was consistently out of position. His passes were not on point. He had a ball that almost beat him over the top, which would have had Alaves player onto the goal one-on-one -on -one versus Courtois, which would have really made things interesting. So him being unsure of himself and hesitant in that moment made the Real central defense a significant liability. But Alaves, once again, with that lack of quality in the final third, was not quite able to take advantage of it. And Real Madrid was able to settle themselves back down, made a key substitution, bringing on Vinicius Jr. for Eden Hazard in the 66th minute which I ordinarily would not have been a fan of, given my lack of affinity for Vinicius, as he's so woefully inconsistent. But the young guy came on, and he just completely took over the game in that final 20 minutes of his play, in which Real was able to get back out on the front foot with Vinicius's pace and attacking initiative down the left-hand side, generating a number of good runs, culminating in the final goal for Real Madrid in the 92nd minute, which was much, much deserved for Real Madrid. Benzema was the man of the match in the end, but there were a number of good performances from Real Madrid, along with a couple of very shaky ones, Militao, Casemiro, that I'll talk about next as I break down the performances of the individual players. And then Ronaldo! Oh! I want to talk about the individual performances out there on the pitch today. There were a number of good ones, starting with Kareem Benzema up front. He was the man of the match. He was a nine performer out there, taking his chances in the box well. He worked very, very hard, dropping deeper at times to get the ball. He was less effective in that position, but it still showed the kind of work rate he was willing to commit for the team. Two goals on the day. 
pretty much picking up exactly where he left off at the end of last season. Gareth Bale, he came into the game very, very aggressive. He was attack-minded from the outset. I thought he went for goal a couple of times. Just to send a message that he was very much invested in the game. He played some balls in to the box from the wing. And he just looked like he was just engaged. And I like that energy from him. I gave him a 7 for the day. Eden Hazard, he was a 6 performer. He had the best chance for Real Madrid in the first half in the 16th minute. Wide open with space, but he wasn't able to put the ball onto the goal. Nonetheless, he looked lively. He was involved in the match, and he actually looked like he was fit. So, on account of that, I'll rate him as a 6. Luka Modric, an 8, orchestrating the midfield action. He was fantastic in that role. It's a role typically reserved for Tony Cruz, but with him out, it was Modric that took up that mantle, and he filled his role to a T. He was working hard, running back to help out with the defense. The one cause for concern that I have with him is that he played into the 88th minute and had Militao not made that horrendous error that led to the Alaves penalty. Perhaps Ancelotti would have been inclined to preserve Luka Modric by taking him off with a three-goal advantage much earlier than he did. Luka always works hard, and at his age, you always have to be worried about his legs making it through to the end of the season. But he was an A performer on the day, and he's going to be key if Madrid is going to have any success going forward. Valverde, he was a 7 on the day. He had much more impact in the second half than he did in the first when it was relatively anonymous. But in that second half, he went on that great run, had a great final touch to beat the final defender, and then played the ball into Benzema, who scored Real Madrid's third goal. Casemiro, I thought he was poor on the day. He did make some key defensive tackles at times, but his passing, particularly in the first half, was horrible. Turning the ball over and helping Alaves get out onto the break in which they had space to operate. He otherwise did not seem to have that same physical energy and intensity that we're accustomed to seeing from him. He was a 5 on the day. Nacho was an 8 in the central defense, and he had a goal on our fantastically taken header. He had some great, great challenges, great tackles, always a reliable performer in his role. Conversely, Militao, his central back partner, a four on the day. He was much, much worse in the second half than he was in the first, where he actually made some pretty good tackles towards the end of the first half. But that mistake to give the ball away and generate an opportunity for Alaves to score on a penalty was just it was atrocious. You can't have that from your starting center back for Real Madrid. And that just pretty much nullified all the good things that he had done on the day prior to that point. Vasquez, he had a good game out there as the right back. I thought he had some key interventions, particularly the 38th minute intervention that prevented a one-on-one -on -one situation with Thibaut Courtois in the box. And that could have had Madrid looking at a deficit going to halftime. He's always willing to assist in the attack always capable in that role as well and I never have any lack of confidence in him as a replacement for Carvajal as the right back so he's a seven on the day. David Alaba was also a seven on the day. I thought he was a little bit slow getting into the game. He was part of the disorganization that Real Madrid suffered in the first five minutes of the match but eventually he got himself forward. He was purposeful in attack and I have much more confidence in him than I do in Marcelo as a replacement for Mendy until he's ready. He was a 7 on the day. Vinicius Jr. as a sub, he was a 9 performer on the day. Super, super 25 minutes. As inconsistent as he's been, he came on and showed you why Real Madrid invested so heavily in him as a young player. 
used his pace, attacked up the left-hand side, went on some great runs, was very much putting the uh, Alaves defense under pressure, and it finally culminated in a much-deserved goal in the 92nd minute. Rodrigo also a substitute. He was a five. He was relatively anonymous. And Isco, Asensio, and Jovic probably don't even need showers as they barely even broke a sweat seeing out the final few minutes of Real Madrid's victory. Finally, Courtois in goal was a seven. He really didn't have a whole lot to do on the day. All of his saves were pretty basic and he could not at all be faulted for giving up the penalty as Militao left him hung out to dry. The penalty itself was very well taken and so you couldn't fault Courtois for not making the save in that instance either. All in all, very good performance from the Real Madrid players. Carlo Ancelotti has to be very pleased with what he saw for the season opener. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come for Madrid. Certainly as Madridistas, we have to be honest with ourselves and say that Alaves wasn't exactly the most stout competition. The matches will only get harder from here. But Real Madrid nonetheless got themselves off to a good start. They'll have to improve some things, particularly defensively, particularly in terms of being more incisive in attack. But you can't have too many complaints when you start the season off with a 4-1 victory, which coincidentally enough is the exact same scoreline Madrid had away at Alaves last season. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Up next for Madrid, they are away at Levante next week Sunday. Levante is a team that they split with last season, losing at home but winning away at Levante. And Levante dropped points today, drawing 1-1 with Cadiz after surrendering a 97th minute equalizer. That's tough. So certainly they'll be motivated next week to get all three points against Madrid. It always has the potential of being a bit of a banana skin type of game, as they say, against inferior competition. But if Madrid is focused, comes with the requisite intensity, they should be able to take all three points to get themselves off to a pretty flying start for this season. So we're looking forward to talking about that come next week. And we'll talk to you guys then. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid.